Hey guys, Bill here. Thanks for checking out the podcast. It's been a while, but we're back. Today I sat down with your friend, my friend, Dave Buttonsnuts, and John LaPlante. Now, if you're not familiar with John LaPlante, John LaPlante is a local stand-up comedian. He's done our last few nights at Parker's. Very funny dude, and uh, if you have not had the opportunity to check him out, you probably should do that. Again, that is the 26th of this month. Now, don't get it twisted. He's not the main event. We're not saying he's that funny. He's funny. He's not that funny. But John LaPlante will be performing at Four Royal Parkers on Saturday the 26th at around meh, like 10 o'clock, something like that. We'll figure it out at, at that point as we get closer to the date. But also on the 26th, there is a dinner show. Going on at Acapulco's, we have cons- we have uh, confirmed that. Now, on this particular bill, we've got Angie Stubbs from Black Sheep Comedy. She was the, I uh, believe she was the 2017-2018 Anchorage Press Entertainer of the Year, as well as Cass Smiley, who was the 2017-2018 Anchorage Press Comedian of the Year. So two very, very funny women leading this group, as well as Chris Coleman, Chris Coleman, a very, very, very funny comedian and the drummer of Anchorage Punk Mainstays. Whew, excuse me. The Stuntcocks. You heard that right. He's the drummer from the Stuntcocks. How cool is that? Also on the bill, your friend, my friend, also another former guest on the podcast, Joe Stoltz. Joe will be coming in, and uh, he will probably be talking about weed. Uh, 20 bucks says he'll be talking about weed. It's a safe bet. And if if he doesn't talk about weed, it's because he listens to the podcast, and he knows he's going to win 20 bucks, or somebody's going to make 20 bucks off of this. Anywho. Uh, so shout-out to all of them. Also, Justin Lawrence Hoyt, who is uh, going to be performing. If you're, not, if you're not familiar with Justin Lawrence Hoyt, just go to YouTube or Google. You can go to Google and you can uh, just search in Alaska Man Alicia Keys, and you'll get a video of Justin Lawrence Hoyt dancing. It's a beautiful dancer. Beautiful, beautiful dancer. All right, so a few more names as well may or may not be uh, added to that at uh, the end. So there you go. In, uh, in reverse order, Justin Lawrence Hoyt, Joe Stoltz, Chris Coleman, Cass Smiley, and Angie Stubbs. That is Saturday, the 26th at Acapulco's. And then at, uh, at 6.30, get in there around 6 o'clock, get your order, get your food to you by the time the show starts. Or, you know, be like a late bloomer coming at like 6.15. But get there before the show starts at 6.30 so that you have a seat and you're able to check out the comedians. If you've not uh, checked these folks out, this is... Uh, they're very, very funny comedians. All right, I'm mumbling, I'm stumbling, I'm rambling at this point. Enough about that. All of this is leading to our biggest supporters. Iron Asylum, located on KB Road. They're open 24 hours a day. They've got a whole bunch of equipment. And this morning, for a good 45 minutes, I listened to, uninterrupted, the last Jedi Mind Tricks record to come out, which... By the way, if you've not checked it out, I recommend that you do. I was cranking that son of a bitch. And there was nobody there. Nobody be bothered by Vinny Paz and his guests saying terrible things about people they may or may not know. That being said, 
that's the kind of gym that you can work out at. Or you can stay at your gym, some like Planet Fitness fucking everybody is the same bullshit. Or you can embrace the, the, the inner animal in you, go to Iron Asylum, crank up some metal, and uh, pump some iron. Go from there. But, you know, that being said, be sure to check out their Instagram. Be sure to check out their Facebook on uh, on those two platforms. You can also check out their website, by the way. If you're interested in Instagram, it is at Iron Asylum AK. And if you're looking for them on Facebook, just punch in Iron Asylum Gym, and you should get the picture of the devil guy. You'll know the devil guy. He's got his little two horns, and he's got a straight jacket. And uh, if you look real hard, you may or may not see some foul eye. That being said, they are some of the greatest supporters of all time, and they've got more stuff coming your way to include the Iron Asylum Studios, where Woken Baked will be based out of in the future. I'll still be mobile. I'll still be able to get around, but we'll have a solid physical location as well as a YouTube channel coming soon. All right. Now, sorry about the snot thing. Oh, God, yeah, that just happened. I just swallowed it. All right, so also 5150 Vapes, located in Soldatna. They are the vape super center on the peninsula. If you are of age to vape and you are interested in quitting smoking, be sure to stop by 5150 Vapes. And if you stop in, you mention the podcast, you will get a discount on whatever products you purchase to include any of their 5150 Vapes gear or yeah, any other other shit that they've got in store that you want to save some money on. I don't know if they'll give you a discount on like if you get a like a Coca-Cola product, you get yourself a body armor, which by the way, the Citrus body armor, they're delicious. Uh, I, I can't say, I mean, I'm not going to make it a habit of drinking them, but if you're going to have one once in a while, they're not that terrible. All right. Now, with that being said, I would also like to give a shallot, a solid, a solid shout out to our supporters on Cade Beach. The K-Beach Culinary Kings, the Johansons, Vincent, and his wife, Jess Johnson at the Schnitzel Bomber. Be sure to stop in today or tomorrow, but don't stop in Sunday or Monday because they're not going to be there. You know, if you go in like Saturday or Tuesday, they're there. They'll be there and they have their hours posted. You can go to their Facebook page. You can go to their Instagram page, see what their specials are. They have a special named after Neat. It's pretty cool. It's called Buffalo Bill. It's a spicy chicken schnitzel sandwich, and I recommend it to strangers and loved ones alike. All right. So thank you, Schnitzel Bomber. Thank you, Iron Asylum. And thank you, 5150 Vapes. Now, if you are interested in becoming a supporter of the podcast, that's awesome because I'm always down for support, whatever support you want to give, even if it's just a high five. That's really, really cool. And uh, thanks for everyone who's come out and uh, said uh, that they listen to the podcast. It's very, very cool. All right. So without further ado, uh, Trap Lord Circuit. Oh, shit. Before we go any further, let me just say, if you have someone that you think would be a fantastic guest on the podcast, I would love to have them. I would love to share this platform with them. If they're local to the Kenai Peninsula area, that's cool. If they're not, we can always call them, we can Skype them, and we can record an interview like that. And with that being said, I think I've said enough. The, uh, the email address is wokenbakepodcast at gmail.com. If you have experience with building a website, cool, let me know. I'm building one as we speak for all the shit we've got coming forward this year to include the mixed casts. All right. 
without any further ado, Trap Lord Circuit, you beautiful son of a biscuit, take it away. See, that's the grown-ass man version <laughs> of um, taking a bong rip and then drinking some, like, beer. You know, like, I did a bong rip and then I drank a beer and then I exhaled. I, uh, I, just, I hit my, my vape pen and then I chugged my coffee and then I exhaled. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Tell me. The small things in life you do. That's how, we, that's how we do it around here. <laughs> All right. Again, sorry about the shitty audio, but thank you for sticking around with us. We're working on new microphones. It's my fault. My uh, my microphone disappeared somewhere in the shithole that is uh, the ins. I really need to clean my car. It's not like my car is a shithole. <laughs> it's that... So here's how I got my car. Um, my wife, at one point, had a minivan. And we were you know, hit by somebody. And so we had to get a new vehicle because they totaled ours out. And so my wife said, oh, we're going to get a Toyota Highlander. This is when the kids were, like, real little. And then they got bigger. And then they had to get another car, and my trailblazer started dying. Now, I don't know if you know this, but um, the head gaskets on trailblazers are assholes. (laughs) And they're on the, like, apparently inside of the engine. Like, you got to get to Middle Earth. Uh, and like if you like if you like look it up, it takes like twenty odd hours to do, and so yeah. So rather than you know like pay someone to fix that, you do uh, yourself. No, no, <laughs> no, not not that. You just get rid of the car. We just get rid of the car. car. <laughs> we didn't we didn't we didn't burn it to the car and say someone stole it or anything. But oh, we, we 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 uh, we switched it up a little bit anyway. So we had to get my wife's uh, my wife a suburban. And now I drive the Highlander. And I never, like, the Highlander, the back seat was, like, little kids uh, really growing up and going through, like, fast food and, oh, so and food for, like, it, there's food, there's, like, crayons. At one point, a kid, I'm sure, chewed out the back of a headrest and then wrote their name in it like I wouldn't know who it was. It's the kid that always sits back there chewing gum. So you're telling me that... Your car is in dire need of a good detail job. It does need to do a good detail job, and there's some good detailers around here to get it done. And what I'm saying is, like, somewhere in my car is probably that microphone. Well, and that's soon enough. We're gonna have a whole microphone set up. It'll be well, a lot better. Yeah, it'll be a whole lot better. Uh, but I don't know that I necessarily want to change from this setup, where we're kind of like out in the open, in the middle of your shop, and we have a, you know people can come in and hang out. And just join us. Just join us. It happens a lot. And today we're joined by John. What's up, everybody? John, introduce yourself a little bit. I'm John LaPlante. I'm uh, 340 pounds, mostly muscle, mostly fat. There's a little combination of both. Um, what are your likes and dislikes? <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that. I don't like avocados. I feel like they're too oily. Why don't you like avocados? You don't like guacamole? Or you just I like guacamole. I just don't like peeling avocados. They got that huge seed in the middle. I cut my finger really bad one time when I was opening an avocado. So... Do you, do you like? Are you just opposed to avocados, like in the the skin, or is it you know just, just opening the, them basically? But you should stay. A, it's more should. of a boycott than an actual hate. <laughs> I'm just boycotting because I cut my finger. It pissed me off. If you like went into a store and somebody punched you in the face, you'd probably boycott that store, right? Fair enough. So fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I was just trying to enjoy it. When I was 15, I went snowboarding, and I got food poisoning at the lodge. Haven't been snowboarding since. Exactly. 
Oh, snowboarding? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I think... <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. like... Fuck snowboarding, I got food poisoning once. Yeah, no, and I can tell you what I got. It was like a double cheese. I can tell you it was disgusting. I should not have got it. It looked like it had been sitting out for a while. I was. But you just gave up on It was, actually. I saw it. You said, fuck it. Well, it, it ruined my time so much. I had, like, <laughs> I had diarrhea, and I was throwing up, and I was, like, and I was at a youth camp. Like, I was like, like, I a, cut my like finger a, on like the avocado, like a, and I was like, I'm never eating fruit again. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It, like it was at a, it was like at a teen, like like a Christian youth camp, and I was having, I was coming out of both ends, and I couldn't curse. Like, by the, <laughs> also by the way, when I got there, um, I decided like I was going to get up like one of the very top bunks, and they had bunk bed on bunk bed on. It was like four oh, high. So you had to crawl. So down. I had to crawl down every time I wanted to pee. Yeah. So uh, like that stuck with me. That makes sense. Yeah. You're clenching the whole time down. Fuck this camp. Fuck snowboarding. Fuck, Fuck every, all of it. But you know what? Christianity. No. I'm kidding. Well, you can say what you want to say. We just want to mention that that was John LaPlante. Um, You're like, I'm done with... But you know what I didn't say Catholic. fuck to was yeah. fuck cheeseburgers <laughs> and fuck double cheeseburgers for that matter. <laughs> I, I stuck with... I, my loyalty remained with the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger. I just love that he's like, fuck Christianity. I'm sitting here like, I just got ordained as a pastor, John. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I'm an ordained I minister. I didn't mean that. Yeah. U- Universal Life Church. Mine's the same one. Yeah. I took a test with them, though. It was great. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have to take a test. Like, I just had to put my name down and have to be older than the age of 13. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm, no, my, mine's Universal Christian. I'm a... Oh, no, no, no. You, no, mine isn't like that at all. Mine is like... I think that mine was is set up for, like, tax shelters. Oh. See, I actually preach on Sundays, so... Um, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm also... I am also actually a Pastafarian minister, so... Congratulations! Cool. May the may the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, yeah, you know I get that, but it was may the calendar be calendar be with you or something like that. Calendar. Yeah, maybe and you got to wear it. And did you wear it in your? Um, I only your wear ID? it on Thursdays. It's Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. So he ain't wearing it. He's not. That's my holy day. You should be forced to. You know, I like is that that's not my phone going off in the background. <laughs> That is, by the way, one of the cool things about 5150 vapes, if you come in at random times, you can find people sleeping on the couch. I don't know if you've ever seen Half Baked. It's a lot like that with nicer furniture. Way nicer furniture. And no Billy Bong Thornton. No. Absolutely. Or Wesley Pipes. There's definitely a guy on the couch, though. But there's a gal on the couch. Yeah, a guy on the couch. Yeah. That's H Town Tie. H Town Tie. H Town Tie. Yeah. Bill uh, gave her her name like that uh, at the fights in my house. Pretty classy. That's how I do it. That's how I operate. So, speaking of operating and being a doctor, ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, so, the 26th of this month, you are telling jokes with Cass Smiley, uh, Angie Stubbs, Joe Stoltz, Chris Coleman, who uh, is returning. We are a big fan. Chris Coleman awesome. has been requested to come back. Uh, if you are not familiar with Chris Coleman, he is also the drummer for Alaskan. Super rock group Stuntcock. Oh yeah. Who requested him? Uh, okay, so my buddy Skinner, Mike Skinner, mm-hmm. one of the uh, folks that that actually came to me and said, "Bill, bring him back." So we're bringing him back, and uh, we we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see what he does. I love I love Chris. I've known Chris yeah, for a little yeah, while. Yeah. He's come down for a it's couple hilarious. of years. Very very funny guy. 
But Joe Stoltz, who has uh, been a been a keen ally of Fifty One Fifty Vape, very solid guy, uh, also coming down. There are two shows. I requested Joe myself. I love that man. A family-friendly comedy show at Acapulco's. What time is that? That is at 6.30. 6.30. So you want to get there around 6 o'clock, get your, get your order in before the comedy starts. That way maybe you can get your, your appetizer, your chicken wings or something before, uh, before that happens. And if you, uh, if, you watch, if you listen to the podcast and you wonder what my sexy ass looks like or Bill's beautiful, beautiful body looks like, you'll see us there. Yeah, we'll be there. I'll be eating chicken wings for certain. Almost yeah, I for, just I don't I don't want to say 100% for certain, but pretty much for certain. I'm I love pretty sure because you get that option to do what they do in the back kitchen again. Oh my gosh. So one of the cool things about Acapulco, and I gotta, I'm going to say this um, as like a per, like a testimonial. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of chicken wings. I'm, that's like my favorite food group is chicken wings. Um, and and I know that it's it's t- like I know how industrial farming goes. I know that's terrible, and these chickens have horrendous lives. And if there is an afterlife or there is any hope for me to come back as anything else, I will come back as an industrial chicken, and it's going to be terrible. But that's what I deserve, and I accept that. But that being said, uh, I went to Acapulco's with Dave uh, a couple months ago. And, uh, and ordered chicken wings, and uh, they got creative with me. They created some... Well, you told them, free reign, get I told, Yeah, I told them to get funky with it, and they got funky with it, and it was pretty delicious. So, with that being said, I can appreciate it when a place uh, gets 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 uh, funky with it. I love going there because the fact that I'm there, as Bill has noticed many times, I walk in, they know what I want right away. Yeah. They bring my drink to me, they bring my dip to me. They bring Yo, my it's dip. like cheers for fat people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The sad part is, and I, I, I don't want to... You know, cheese sauce! I'm Dave, not, you want your cheese sauce? <laughs> they, they want to Dave! <laughs> no! Yeah. Alright, so... Um, so what can people expect from you if they haven't seen you perform before? Um, that I'm super awkward. Is that is that one of your, uh, one of your, your best traits? Uh... It's probably my best and my worst trait, but I use my worst trait as my best trait. Just that's how I strive. So then, what is your best trait? Being awkward, as well as being like as that being my worst trait. See, like that—that was awkward right there. I get it. I get it. It's like, um, well, Kanye West um, had this uh, this idea that um, uh, being bipolar is his superpower. It's what makes him great. So if you're, you know, if your superpower, if your talent is for is, is being awkward, uh, why not try and make a little bit of money off of it? I get it. Exactly. I, I get it. It's like if you were born with, I don't know, like uh, an abnormally large left ear, why wouldn't you try and make some money off it? You got a huge left ear. Some people are making fun of you. No, not if people are paying you twenty bucks to touch it. <laughs> I just saw a video on Facebook of a guy who's got a tongue. That is four millimeters wider than an iPhone. Four millimeters wider than an iPhone. He looks all normal as could be, and then he's like, "We're all the way away like from mi- the microphone." Just so you guys are aware, Dave is in Mars. Okay, he's on Mars, Only he's on another planet. Trying to do work too, but this guy—if you look at him, normal-looking dude, me and fattered guy, but normal-looking dude—until his tongue comes out. His tongue is wider than his mouth. It actually has a curve to come out of his mouth. And I'm watching this guy stick his tongue out. This like grocery store and people are staring like wow make a note to share that link uh, to the 5150 vapes Facebook page I'll try to yeah yeah so find it again I knew a lady that the hospital that I worked with she had an extra toe 
nobody believed her, so she charged everybody five bucks. I'm not giving any names because freak shows are illegal nowadays. <laughs> but she charged everybody five bucks to see it. Time out. It was did there. you pay five bucks? I did not. You just got a free peek? No, nah, word of mouth. You robbed her? Everybody came out like, oh my god, I can't believe she had an extra toe. I'm like, well, I guess she had an extra toe. I, just, I don't know. I think that if I heard that and that I heard that someone was charging five bucks, I would I would pay the five bucks to see it, but I'd also want to take a picture with it. Like, I wouldn't tell anybody whose foot it was. Like, if you, if you know the person with the extra toe at uh, at the, the local, is it the local hospital perhaps, maybe? Who knows? Um, who knows? Who knows where this person, where this person works, if this person even has a job anymore. All right. Um, but if you know who this person is, let them know I want to take a picture with their foot. All right. Yeah. Like, and I'll give them five the bucks. Foot up or just Not a like, picture of their foot? Like, well, I want a picture with their foot. Like, here's my <laughs> thumbs up with uh, with the foot. I'm smiling big, and there's that extra toe. There you go. That's... Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'll even, like... I'm sure that we could find a sponsor that would pay for us to go get, like, like pedicures. That'd be pretty cool. Offer a pedicure for a picture? Yeah, but... But even more so, like we could do, like we could do a podcast. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and we could talk to uh, talk to them about their superpower and how <laughs> they just got like six bucks out of well five bucks from me <laughs> for the picture and then the free uh, pedicure. What would your superpower be with an extra toe? Like when I'm trying to reach the remote, but it's too far away. I got that little like half an inch that I can stretch out and get the remote. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, but but. <laughs> Uh, you know the the opposable thumb has been a blessing to us. Like, what is? I mean, <laughs> if she is it on both feet or is it just one foot? Just one foot. Okay, so maybe I don't know. Maybe is if that she okay was to do during this. What's up? Is vaping okay to do? Yeah. We're, okay. we're good. Do you have to? Do you have to take a UA? We're all right. <laughs> all right. Um, so one of the things you got to, uh, you know, like it, I guess. Be cognizant of it's like what is that superpower? But that superpower is getting five bucks out of me, and you got a free pedicure. Like that's that's something. That's true. That she can also paint really cool oil paintings with that toe. Go back to Napa. I like it. I'm back. Well, you missed the talk of superpowers, Dave. Right now, at this point in your life, you just being you. What is your superpower? I'm not saying give yourself a superpower. I'm saying what I have as a person that you are. What you I make superpower. people laugh with ease. With ease. Someone's in the shop, sad, depressed. I make them laugh. People that feel down in their lives, I can make them happy. He can alter emotions, ladies and gentlemen. I can alter yours all the time. Yeah. If you say no, I can't. I hit you in the balls. <laughs> guarantee you have some emotions happening real quick. <laughs> Sometimes when he hands me my juice, I'm like really happy, and then when he hands me the bill, I'm really sad. So, so explain the, is it Okay, so let's go back to you and purchasing vape juice for a second. Because weren't you off of the vape juice for a while? Oh, man, I don't want to talk about this that. Is, <laughs> no, this, is like, this is like not celebrity rehab. This is... Um, what's a, He's what's not your, vaping if his wife is listening. What, what, what milligram are you not vaping in front of me? That uh, you just asked me on record uh, if it was okay, if it would bother you. Three. Three. So, you, like, this is the baby. This is like... this. Is, I was going to make a joke, but your your industry's under fire. Uh, I didn't want to jump back into it. Like I came in here, I was like, I'm going to get a 12. I'm going to freaking get two 12s. I'm going to mix them together. 
So I'm gonna freaking modify a vape just to hold the whole bottle. I'm just gonna vape it in one hit. But then I came in and I was like, I need to take it easy or else I'm gonna get sick or get your ass beat by your old lady. Yeah, get my ass beat. Which, by the way, a side note, Bill, you'll enjoy. So your wife abuses you, is what you're saying? Yes. I go to Acapulco's. Only, only as much as anybody's wife abuses them. I go to Acapulco's about, I don't know, a month ago. And I see John's wife there with the kiddos. Okay? I say hello, and she gives me this weird look. Like she has no idea who the fuck I am. And I was like, hey, tell the kids hi. Tell her, hey, tell your beautiful man I said hi. She just stares at me wide-eyed. Okay. I went and sat down, finished my lunch. I left. I see her in there a week later. I go there quite often. Did you have white cheese sauce that day at lunch? Every day. Okay. <laughs> um, Wait, like I go back sauce? in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I so go sick, back yeah. in there, and she sees me across the restaurant. And I look to her. She goes, hi, Dave. Oh, now you know who the fuck I am. But last <laughs> week, I was Stranger Danger. But now, I'm like family. You can yell across a restaurant full of people at me. That was cool. But seven days prior... What if she just has no manners? <laughs> yeah. John's like, yeah, shh. I'm married to her, guys. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you got to be nice to Dave. John's going to be a black eye tonight. Isn't that, um, isn't that like the fucked up thing? Like, your buddy can say fucked up things, and, like, he just have to roll with it. Until we, like, are not recording, because then you can punch me. <laughs> so, my buddy Mike. You're you going to have to, by the way, get okay. closer to the My microphone. buddy Mike, which you have met before. All right. Which one is Mike? My buddy who drives white Dodge. Mechanic fixes everything for me. Good friend of mine. Good. You've met him numerous times. Okay. You'll know when you see him again. Every time you mention Mike's name, you get... I'll be like, oh shit, it's Mike. Okay. So we're at the park across the street, meeting up with uh, a kid. I'm not saying no, no descriptive things about him, but the kid decides to... I'm giving Mike shit about his wife. He actually has a medical condition. We're buying Are making stuff. fun of her medical condition? Yeah, it's cool. My buddy Mike. We're going with it. This kid decides to chime in and tell Mike out of nowhere, didn't I see you went to the strip club? And Mike goes, my wife's in a wheelchair. Yeah, I wheeled her ass out on stage. <laughs> Mike looks at me and goes, you don't know my wife. Say it again, I'll punch you in the mouth. I inform Mike, this, this person has a little bit of special needs, Mike. Just give him a little bit of patience and just back up. The kid's like, back up like his wife did with that wheelchair. Oh, shit. At that point, I had to give Mike a nice hug and walk him to the front of his truck and have him sit in his truck. It's one of those Tupac moments. It's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The best wait, part is... Wait, is Mike's wife actually in a wheelchair? She was. Oh, God. So the best part of the whole thing was Mike sees him in the store like a week later. His wife's in a wheelchair. He's pushing her around. The kid looks at him and just runs out the store. <laughs> just fucking vacated. But now Janae's doing a lot better. She's not in her wheelchair. She's doing phenomenal. We are very, very happy. But it was just a really funny moment that he talked all that shit until he seen her face to face and then he just ran. I was like, why do you run? Just put a sticker in her wheel. She can't go nowhere. Lock the brakes up from the backside. I'm a fucked up individual, I know. Oh, man. Damn. So, like, just so did we leave. ever establish whether or not his wife was at the strip club making money from a wheelchair? Because I would <laughs> definitely. She was like, not. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a strip club dude anymore. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I, I'll go. Like, I've been to a strip club in years, and I'll go. I'll go to the one in town. I'm totally down. Um, I'll, you know, I'll hang out with the horse and dog dude. I'll hang out with leather duster guy. Hold on. <laughs> would you go to a restaurant that gave you alcohol if you were naked? 
Okay, let's get to that. Let's get directly to that. A restaurant in Paris. Uh, you can go to CNN.com for the story. Or Fox. What news? It was one of them. One of might not even be right. It's really the same shit, like, isn't it? And we'll get to that one in a second. So, a restaurant in Paris, an all-nude restaurant in Paris. And by the way, this isn't uh, nude employees. These are nude customers. Which, okay. So... There's so many things that I, I I don't care how big your city is. That's a restaurant that's not going to succeed if your clientele is naked. Because in your mind, you're like, I want to go to a nude beach. I wonder what that's like. And in your head, it's way cooler than you than you think it is. Because otherwise, it's like 80 year olds with like old old people naked. All right. I'm still trying to figure out the sanitary issues with this. Yeah, you know what's not advertising. Looking chef's over. not naked. All right. Uh, okay. Chef's not naked. Chef's not naked. But however, looking they, over and seeing somebody's balls no, laying on the chair. Weird hernia scars. <laughs> that patch that they didn't shave. Here's a question. Now the other thing is like, imagine this is your first date. Like, have the balls. The fuck. Here's the question. You get that answer as well. The balls on this guy to say, let's go eat at a nude restaurant. But you get to see if like he has big balls. My question is this: like, you're sitting there at a table, okay? And you're having food. Let's have a lot of tables. What if someone like brushes your table trying to get by? You're like, dude, that was too close to my spaghetti. Oh, dude, like a, a junk <laughs> on your shoulder. <laughs> Which, by the way, do you tip more if it's more on your shoulder? I mean, I'm confused. Like, you run into okay. somebody and they like come and talk well, to you. The, the waiters, the waiters and the cooks aren't aren't naked. Like you're not because if you're if you're a naked waiter, like even if you're in a city is bustling as Paris and you're like great at your craft where I'm sure you could be a waiter and make a hundred grand a year in Paris. I'm sure that's a possibility. However, uh, I don't care how much you make, it's not worth it to have your your dangly parts in front of hot uh, soup. Like that just sounds mildly dangerous. When I was in Washington, we had bikini coffee shops, which sounds like a great idea, but First the burn off, marks on these burn women. Burn marks, it seems mildly dangerous, but I only want to go on roller derby day because I want that added danger of, like, your dangly parts with hot coffee and roller skates because if you slip, oh, man, and I don't want to see it happen, but it's definitely worth tipping over 15%. Just the off case that it might happen? Just in the off case that it happens. I feel so, like... I don't know, man. The Flats Bistro yes. has the best Reuben that I've ever had in my they life. They have a damn good Reuben. And if they were like, the only way you can eat this Reuben is if you stripped out naked, oh I would do that. I would do it at home, but I wouldn't subject people at the restaurant to me nude. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I absolutely would not. I would just have to remember what it is like. Now, I'll It get, was the best Reuben of my life. Yeah. But I'm I wouldn't, a sandwich guy. But I would look for that. I wouldn't eat it at, at their bar, which, by the way, like, I don't... I don't drink, but I enjoy sitting at their bar and kind of looking out the window at the flats. I think I have to go this time of year because it seems like it'd be, that view is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and I enjoy I enjoy the flats just as much as anyone else who enjoys the flats. Um, I think that the lunchtime menu is the time to go get their special in like a lunch size portion where they're not. You know, it's not. I don't want to say they're overcharging you because you know you, but it's lunch. It's a little bit less expensive. Your food is in and out. And they normally have really, really good specials. And if they don't, the fucking Reuben is a is a gem. Oh yeah, and their um, eggs Benny. If you get there, I, didn't, I haven't had their uh, their eggs Benny. Oh, so where? Good. The flats. Never ate there. 
You've never eaten at the Flats? You've never eaten at the Flats? It's never. really good. Go get yourself a Reuben. Nope. And then pair it with an Irish Death. Oh, I, okay. So, can I tell my Irish Death story? Yeah. Okay. So, the um, the Irish the, the Dark Horse Brewery is located in Ellensburg, Washington. That would be my regular trip before, like I I went out on on a deployment. Like it was the Ellensburg Brewery to get some Irish Death, and I would go there and you know, got a, got my Irish Death hoodie. Fucking love. Don't drink anymore. However, I will tell you that if you mix that, like a pint of that. With a shot of whipped vodka, it's fucking delicious. What does it taste like? Delicious, like a I don't know, root beer float, if I remember correctly. Ooh, I don't remember good. what it tastes like after three or four, but it's good. Um, but and it's it's just like it's good beer cocktail. You want to do something really delicious that's really out of the ordinary? The peace tea raspberry. Mm-hmm. Get one of those and get the Smirnoff whipped vodka. It tastes like you're eating a whipped cream piece of pie. Sounds really good. You gotta mix it 50 50 though. No. I still drink Mickey's 40s though, so I'm like, (laughs) no, no. on a budget. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) No, Baller Budget's fucking Mad Dog 2020. (laughs) Well, let's talk talk about Baller Budget. Uh, In this town, without. Without going over, where do you think the best savings are for locally owned businesses? For what product? Yeah, what are you looking for? That's a good one. All right, so well, shit. I mean, we got a we've got a pretty good selection of, of just about everything here. Without having before, like before, you have to go to to like uh, one of the, the box stores <coughs> to save some money. We're looking at some of the just some of the stuff that we have around town. Uh, might be surprised at what you'd find. There's a lot of things around here you can find. Like in the summertime, the Wednesday market. I yeah. love what you can get lots of good food, you can get lots of like that on a real good price. Mom and pop stuff, people yep. like locally made stuff. If if you're looking for like a locally made ulu, like that's the place you're gonna Not find it. Not just that, but you also have like all the farms bring their fresh fruit and vegetables there and sell them, so you can get fresh locally grown fruits and vegetables at the Wednesday market. If we're talking booze, though, for Parker Royals, I always well, shop for Royal Parkers. But yeah, a lot of people they either know about the bar or they know about the liquor store. But um, for those of you that don't know, Four Royal Parkers actually still has a, a liquor store. So if you like their drinks and you're like, where does he get this fine liquor? The yeah. place next door. Or if you shop there for liquor and you're like, bless you. Where can I get some of this stuff but in a place with a pool table? Yeah. Or if you want to make, make watch Eddie's face get weird, just ask for a really weird off-the-wall drink. And you'll see him stare at the roof. Look at you, and then run to the liquor store and come back with a bunch of bottles, and he'll make your drink for he'll you. He'll make your drink for you, yeah. He's really good at yeah. it. He uh, he does that with my Red Bulls. Yeah, I do that with uh, when I order a liquid marijuana. It's a really good drink. He Wouldn't was know. like, I got this. And he runs in the store, and he comes out with like four different fists. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm making this. And I was like, what's going to cost? And he's like, I'll figure that out when I'm done. Okay. He gave me a really weird look the last time I was in there, because he was making this girl a drink, and it's all like, a bunch of different liquors and it was like purple and stuff and I was like hey what's that called he's like a purple rain I was like I'll take one of those but I just don't look like the kind of guy that would order a purple rain I guess <laughs> I was one of the bartenders like, what, do want, what do you want to drink how was it it was freaking delicious man so, I drank it in like two seconds so uh, Zola's in uh, Spokane Washington a little bit about this apparently uh, th- this place which by the way had, had a drink called the, the, the purple drink or that purple drink Shit, it was delicious. But anyway, little note about this place. That was uh, a few years ago. 
UFC fighter Juliana Pena was involved in like a street brawl in Spokane and tried to dip into Zola's and Zola's <laughs> wouldn't let her in. Oh, damn. Yeah, well, okay, so Zola's is a really, really nice, like Zola's is a place you take someone like you're trying to impress. Yeah, so like Julia, like Juliana Pena um, street fighting with like a, you know, like drunk dudes isn't like, like old people play guitar there. Okay. And bring their dogs. It's a really like a real and and it's a nice area. It's nice, yeah. It's nice, nice little. They don't usually have street brawls in front of their business. Not normally. They did have. Um, oh gosh, Ed is it Ed Nagy, the guy who sang downtown in uh, Macklemore's Spokane or um, downtown song, which by the way shot in Spokane. Ed Nagy was dancing around Zola's on the oh, nice. pole. Yeah, yeah. I had a clue. I was going to tell John if you go to a bar, you want to mess the bartender up. Ask them for like a drink, but don't listen. What do you want? Blue, green, orange. Just throw a color out there. They're like, "What? I'll buy a drink. Make it orange." And you'll watch that bartender pan all the liquor. Like mix that, and that. And that. Okay. And I've walked into bars, blue. They're like, "What? I want something blue. I don't care what it is." They get clever. They gotta mix some shit to make it the color I want. But it really usually tastes pretty good. Have you ever drank with Biz? No. Oh man, when he's a bartender. At uh, Main Street, you make these mystery shots, and they're freaking good, man. I usually don't go out in public and drink, because then I get in trouble. I love Biz, by the way. Yeah. I, I DJ with Biz from time to time. That's a good time. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's fun. Getting kicked out of bars, I've done that. This one time, when I went to watch Hobson, <laughs> actually our buddy Will was with me, <laughs> and he wasn't even that drunk, but he got kicked out of the Hobson show, because he left and tried to come back in. And then I was all wasted. And where, you, where were you guys checking out Hobson? Uh, Willowall. Open nice. Yes. Yeah. What's great about Will, he's a mutual friend of ours, we both know Will quite well, going to the bar with him was fun. Because he would talk shit to the biggest guys in the bar, and then step behind his friends and be like, yeah, yeah, what? And we're like, oh, we got to fight these big dudes now because you ain't fighting. He's like, yeah, I don't fight. Then why talk shit? Just shut up. So I'm wasted, I'm talking to this bouncer, and I'm like, why'd you kick him out? And he's like, well, he left. And I was like... He's a freaking American. I got super patriotic on this dude. He's like, all right, you got to leave too. And I was like, oh, I bought my ticket, man. I bought my ticket. And he kicked us out. So we went to Flat Tops. And Will was outside dancing to this dude playing uh, saxophone. Because that's what people do at 1 o'clock in the morning in Anchorage. And uh, What time of year is this? It was probably like March. Yeah. Oof. All right, what time of day? It was 1 morning. o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay, fuck. So, and, uh... Okay. I walked into the flat tops and that lady was like, hey, your friend can't come in. <laughs> and I was like, he's a freaking American. And I went off on her and she was like, all right, you got to leave too. And I walked out and I was headed into Humpy's and this big bartender or bouncer came out and just stood in front of the door. And I was like, can I get by? He's like, you can't come in here. And then we had to leave. My favorite time with John. So don't go places with you, basically. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is... Yeah, don't go anywhere with me. One of my favorite times with John, I was years ago, late at night at the Maverick Bar, okay. having a beer for friends, and uh, it was John's 21st, oh, yeah. the pub crawl. John went to as many bars as he could that night, I'm pretty sure, and drank like, it. What year is this? Uh... How old do you know? 25 now, so... so four years ago? Four years ago. So there's like three places to go. Uh, we started out in Kenai. Went so to, five places to go. Went to Main Street, Back Door, 
bow. Touched the rainbow, but then we left real quick. Okay. Uh, the duck, hooligans, and then the Mavericks. Six bars. And by the time we got there, I was outside having a cigarette because I used to smoke back then. And I watched John run across the parking lot, run full speed, and then stop at the edge of the road. There's no cars either direction. And John's just standing there staring at me. And then he walks very calmly across the road. Hi, Dave. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then at that point, I realized how drunk he was. And we went over to the door. Got the door and opened the door. And John's doing this. All right, Dave is waving his hand in the <laughs> yeah. air. He looks like hands. he's casting a spell on us. And then he grabbed the door handle, and I could hear him, yes! Rip the door open, and off he goes. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. So the funny thing about that night, I had to talk to the cops, because <laughs> my dad, I was wasted, and my dad threw a punch at the bouncer, and then the cops came, and they were questioning me, and my friend was like, dude, don't talk, don't say anything, we'll help you out. And I was like, all right. And the cop was like, all right, I need to talk to you. And I was like, all right, can I talk to you in private for a second? And he's like, yeah. And we walked over by the Maverick sign. And I was like, what do I have to do to become a cop? And he's like, what? I was like, dude, I want to be a cop so fucking bad. It'd be sweet. You get to do stuff like this? He's like, uh, just go to the academy. He gave me like the full spiel on how to become a cop while I was wasted. And he's like, all right, I got to go. And like left. And then we got pulled over. By the same cop, <laughs> and uh, that same night, I was sitting in the back of the car. I was like, I gotta throw up, and they're like, John, do not get out of this fucking car. <laughs> I swear to God. And I was like, I gotta go. Then I opened the door and I got out, and he's like, Hey, you need to get back in there. And I was like, Dude, I gotta throw up. And he's like, All right, come here. And he took me to the front of the car. I threw up my everything, <laughs> and then I fell back into him. <laughs> I opened my eyes. Four, four cops standing over me and I'm like oh fuck and they're like let's get you back in the car buddy you guys gotta take him home go <laughs> now were these Kenai cops Soldatna cops state troopers Soldatna cops SPD yeah. it probably looked like a felony arrest though cause there's like at least two cop cars behind us Dude, you made it home safe and, and didn't get arrested and didn't get a record and fucking cops took care of you, so right on. Yeah. Um, so, let's go to this because I really wanted to, a couple things I wanted to talk to you about. Before we go to the topic of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez coming under fire from both CNN and Fox News and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, what? Oh, fuck that. She yeah. got type of Whoopi, poor lady. Yeah, we before we get to that, I do want to talk about Colby Covington. If for those of you that are unaware of what is happening to Colby Chaos Covington, current UFC fighter, former interim welterweight champion, uh, and certified MAGA hat wearer because he wore the MAGA hat when he went to wear Lord, uh, when he went to meet Lord MAGA himself. Um, has lost his title fight, his guaranteed title fight with the win of, of the interim belt to Kamaru Usman, um, who had, I guess, uh, he had a, a more impressive showing against the same opponent that Colby Covington had already beaten. Now, I'm not a fan of Colby Covington. I'm not a fan of his antics. I'm not a fan of the shit that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> 
It sells the fight, though. Um, it's yeah, because you're you're buying it to see him get his ass whipped, and that's fine because you're still <laughs> buying it. Yep. Um, and I really do believe that's the money fight because I want to I want to pay to see Tyron Woodley shut him the fuck up. <laughs> Tyron Wood, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what this does say to me is this does open up. This does open up the possibility of Ben Askren and Colby Covington. Ooh. Now, Ben Askren, as one of Tyron Woodley's coaches, um, makes that kind of a kind of a fight to watch because Ben, ben Askren, bad motherfucker. Ben Askren's a bad motherfucker, and he can talk and sell a fight. Yes, he's he's a champion. He's you know he's undefeated Respectful. in mixed and you know uh, he's he's an American Habib, right? Yeah. Solid. He is a super high-level wrestler. He's undefeated in mixed martial arts. He's a hell of a fighter. And I, I heard somewhere that he hasn't actually been hit like in his last two or three fights. Like, no. no one's actually landed anything. Nope. So uh, if it, there's something to be said about uh, uh, defense. Um, Stop scratching it. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, man. You've been single for like a week. You're already scratching. <laughs> Anyway, sort of. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm interested in. I mean, it does open up the possibility of Colby Covington and Ben Askren, and I would pay to see that on the same card. But I think that not having the fight with Tyron Woodley is is it sucks. I would much rather see Askren versus Woodley. I don't want to see that at all. I don't. I don't want to see it because that's you know they they have a personal relationship. That's one of his coaches, uh, and if if Ben Askren is the guy that Tyron Woodley. Uh, Hires to coach his wrestling, uh, then and Tyron Woodley is someone that Ben Askren brings in to help him train. Then who do they bring in to train each other? Like, but the, the question at hand is Ben Askren is considered one of the greatest fighters in his division, and yet because he works or trains with a fighter, he can't fight for that belt. I want to see submission. If, if you're going to do it, submission grappling. No, no. you got to go all out. Fuck that. Because you know what? You shake. Fuck that. You've never, when you were younger, growing up, <sighs> went to your friend and said, "Let's just fucking shake hands, back up, and go throw hands." I think. I think we kind of saw that a little bit uh, with um, when Fedor fought his brother in Sambo. Like, it's oh god, that was one of the longest Sambo fights ever. Too. Um, not, um, fuck. Not. Uh, sh- I mean, well, we see it another. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of who it was then. Because uh, somebody fought their brother in like a, in, in a, it was like a boring you know agreed early tap. I think it was like Jeremy Horn and somebody else. Okay, right? so I knew when Fedor fought Alexander and Sambo was one of the longest fights in Sambo history, and yeah. those two were fucking raving on each other's fucking arms and legs. This is definitely and, not that. Oh my god, one of the most amazing things. I think you put those two in a submission grappling match, and you might get something cool. You, I don't want to see those two punch each other in the face. You cannot put someone in the UFC and say it's a grappling only match. No one's going to pay for that. I disagree. I disagree, because I think that you saw um, mixed martial arts fighters uh, in submission grappling matches that were... Um, Financially successful. Um, if I mean they were boring shit to watch. You had um, Brandon Schaub had a match. Brandon Schaub Schaub, Schaub had a match with uh, Cyborg Arroyo. Now you thought I fought I fucked up Brandon's name. Um, fucked up Cyborg. Cyborg's name. Um, Cyborg is a, uh, a world BJJ champion. Uh, he's um, he's given out black belts and he's been a black belt for a very long time. He's also a very high level wrestler. And created the tornado guard. Anywho, when he fought um, Brendan Schaub, Brendan Schaub refused to engage. Really? Yeah, it's fucking boring. But if you have two guys that are high level grapplers, then why but not? But they, they can't fight Would for the you? title, not throwing hands. 
Would you pay to watch uh, high school wrestling? Ooh, I, 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 I would not. It'd be kind of like that. I, I would not if not if we're talking about two high level like champions who are trying to twist each other's neck off. We're talking submission so grappling. We're not talking paying about for like, the clubs. name mostly. No, nah, I'm paying for the fight. I think that that sometimes you pay that you know when you pay for it, you, you're paying for the fight. I did when I bought um, Eddie Bravo. Uh, versus a, a Hoyler Gracie 2 for Metamorris, I, I didn't buy it because the names. I bought it because of the fight, because I I, I wanted to see if their that first match was a, was a fluke. And what I saw was that it, it wasn't. There were special rules that were set up. Like Eddie Bravo, who is known as a no-gi, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with gi, no-gi, gi is like the, the pajama pants that you'd wear in like judo or, or old-school BJJ. No. In, in that fight, Eddie Bravo uh, had a like a rash guard, and he had gi pants, so the pajama pants. Hoyler Gracie uh, fought in in short, uh, no gi shorts, and a rash guard. So there were obviously benefits to one and benefits to the other. Now, Eddie Bravo utilized a lockdown uh, position for most of that fight, which probably wouldn't have been what he, would, he was using if he was going into no gi. But... It showed that the first fight wasn't a fluke because Eddie Bravo was a brown belt and Hoyler Gracie was Hoyler Gracie, who at that time was uh, of the small guy jujitsu's like the technical practitioners. He's he's just a super high level artful guy, uh, and he was submitted in a triangle by young brown belt Eddie Bravo, and Eddie Bravo was able to catapult himself into uh, worldwide acclaim as not only as a jiu-jitsu coach but as a philosopher um, because what he was able to parlay that that one quick win in. But that's something that's a fucking <laughs> different down the rabbit hole. Did you go rabbit hole and while I was gone? Yeah, I did. Damn it, Bill. I- So, what rabbit hole were we on when uh, I got the phone call? We really need to get microphones, by the way. <laughs> should really step up and get my car cleaned. I think that's something that should happen. We were discussing... Oh, the Woodley. Oh, yeah, Tyron. Askren. Tyron Woodley, Askren Connection. I don't want to see them. They, they were guys who have trained together since they went to college together. I don't want to see those two punch each other in the, in the face for money. What I do want to see is one of them try and twist the head off of the other one uh, for money. Because that, for some reason, uh, seems way more appropriate. Cons- and considering that they were two, uh, two guys that came from very strong wrestling backgrounds, it seems like that's probably the most appropriate route for them to go. But a lot, recently a lot, the past few years, you've seen a lot more teammates starting to kind of yeah, but they banter, always... and then they separate teams. I hope that doesn't happen here. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope, I hope that Funky Ben Askren uh, rips through the welterweight division fighting in nothing but super fights. And if he's going to fight uh, Tyron Woodley, I hope that they both walk away from that gazillionaires. Uh, because I would hate to see what it seems like a 20-year friendship uh, go down for fucking money to make the bald guy more money. All right? I don't know, man. They're both in the business. They know what it's about. Like, we're either going to win or we're going to lose. Yeah, but I don't think that... They can have good sportsmanship about it and be like, let's stay friends after this. Well, I, I think that, Winner you know... Winner buys a loser stake. I, I don't think that that's a part of, like, the legacy that it, in, in a way that it works. Because those guys are guys that, that fight. Like, 
uh, loser by stake, like that works in like fantasy football. But like when you're working out like permanent injury, it seems like loser buys the other. It's like the other dude's getting concussed. Like the other dude um, might not be able to read in 10 years. Like, so this is, you know, something to think about there. Uh, so I don't want to see that fight happen, but I do want to see either either Ben Askren or um, or well, just, I just I'm sorry, I just want to see Colby Covington fight Tyron Woodley, and I think that's a fight that has to happen. That's supposed to happen. That should be the one that is happening rather than uh, than Usman. However, if Colby Covington is a smart man, and I'm not saying that he is, he should be chomping at the bit for Ben Askren. And he should be saying, if he's going to be saying F Dana White, he should also be saying F Ben Askren. I'll F him up too. I'll do I'll do that one in the parking lot. You need to talk the most amount of smack about Ben Askren if you're Colby Covington. Wait, that, is, that is your fight. Has Dana White ever fought anybody? No, no he's a, he, he was a jazzercise instructor. Like, legitimately... He's a marketing genius. He's, he's a guy that, you know... I don't even know if he's that. But you, you got to give him credit. When he but, bought UFC, it was a business that was going down the drain. When the Fertitas bought the UFC, uh, it was a business that was going down the drain. When they went on Spike, it was a business that was going down the drain. However, however... And the, the big turnaround is that fight... Between, um, I was going to say Forrest Whitaker, um, Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner, which makes me d- kind of want to see Forrest Whitaker versus Stephen Bonner, but only Forrest Whitaker as um, like as maybe? Ghost Dog. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. I'd like to see Forrest Whitaker fight anybody, man. Well, Forrest Whitaker as Ghost Dog. Yes. Because he was a samurai in a Jim Jarmusch movie. I want to see. I think it's Tay White, <laughs> his name. Oh, fuck. I don't know what he, you're talking about. It's an actor who does a lot of martial arts stuff. And uh, they had a video of him training or sparring with uh, Kimbo. And it was amazing. Well, that's a, that's a bummer. However, what I do want to see is Ben Askren just fighting the UFC. I don't know who he's going to fight when, but he needs to happen. Now, before um, before we go today, I want to... There is a thing that I do want to address because I don't I don't really touch on the news enough, um, especially on this, because uh, I, just, I just don't. Because, well, I just don't. Anywho. Uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, a freshman congresswoman out of New York. Are you familiar with her? Think so. You've she seen? That said motherfucker? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's another lady. Uh, I don't know her name. That didn't get my attention. Ocasio Cortez, uh, who I believe is part of the Social Democrat, uh, Socialist Democrats Party. I believe that's her actual party. And I could be wrong uh, about her, her exact affiliation, but she's kind of affiliated with the Democrats. She speaks a lot of, uh, from the heart a lot. She's a, she's a young woman. She's very, very smart. And she's able to appeal to, uh, to emotions, which is very, very good as a talent. However, she maybe has dodged a little bit of fact-checking and her arguing over semantics because children argue over semantics, right? I think that's... If you have kids yeah. and you argue with them... It's usually it's over like the most trivial thing, 
but you said exactly this very specific thing. You didn't say this very specific thing. Uh, this other very specific thing. You told me I couldn't do this, but you didn't tell me that I couldn't do this. However... That guy. Oh, yeah, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Sorry, show me a picture of Michael Jai White, who's in Spawn, by the way. Yeah. Before, we, um, okay. before we go to... Because guy wanted to see fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I, uh, I get that. And we can talk about Michael Jai White in a minute. Ocasio-Cortez has come under fire recently from, uh, from both Fox News and CNN for uh, tweeting about the $21 trillion that the Pentagon is missing. If you're not familiar with the 21 trillion, are you familiar with the 21 trillion dollars, John? So the Pentagon cannot account for 21 trillion dollars, I believe is the number. And Ocasio Cortez, we'll call her OC because I don't want to, like, if I'm saying it wrong, I don't want to, like, intentionally say it wrong. Like, I say Kim Kardashian, I know how to say it, but I like saying Kim Kardashian. Um, but OC, she, um, she was talking about Medicaid for all. Like, that would cover two-thirds of Medicaid for all or something for something like that. And uh, there was some – it was a very, like, minute point that, that maybe she was off on, right? She didn't provide statistical data or something in a tweet. And this is what's being addressed by both CNN and Fox News. The problem is it's coming from CNN <laughs> and Fox News, whose jobs exist solely – to sell us shit or keep us watching between commercials so that they can sell us shit, right? And so they say a lot of crazy shit, and their hosts say a lot of crazy, unchecked, factual, unfact, uh, unfact-checked shit, and they spew it off every day for 30 minutes at a time. Now, there'll be breaks because they got to sell you shit, but they're going on and on and on about nothing, kind of like I'm doing right now, and then they'll go back to a point in about 10 minutes, but only after they sell you the car and the liquor and the boner pill, because it's the car, it's the liquor, and the boner pill, and then it's the guy screaming and the girl in the short dress. Now, when you have someone like OC who comes out and says, these are all of the things that are wrong. She came out um, and she was at a, one of the freshman uh, Congress people meetings, briefings that were held uh, with the banking lobby. Do you know they did that? I didn't know they did that. I didn't know they did that either. Yeah, but but they do. And it's all they and it's all lobbyists. It's all lobbyists coming in telling them how how banking laws work. And Ocasio Cortez is going on her Twitter and she's talking about these things saying these are the things they have us going to uh, where are the workers where's the other side of this where are the uh, people from the investors groups like where where the fuck are all of these other people if the only people we're listening to are the elitist bankers who've already bought and paid for all of these other motherfuckers so now you have Fox News on on the, the right on the kind of the mild right the the Walmart sharp cheddar of right uh, Walmart Sharp Cheddar versus the M- Walmart Monterey Jack um, of the left, which is CNN, and they're both attacking her and saying she's not being factual. But they give platforms to um, to sexual assaulters. They give platforms to 
uh, people who, who do very bad things, warmongers, war criminals, are given 30 or 45 minutes uh, between commercials about cars, boner pills, and, and liquor um, to sell their books. Meanwhile, we're talking about this chick's tweet. And then you have Whoopi Goldberg, who's been on the fucking view, which, by the way, is the um, is the stay-at-home mom version of the shit that's on Fox and, and MSNBC. It's it's five or six ladies who uh, who sit around and get paid to yap about shit to get your blood boiling, so that they can sell you. Um, you know, the, the 10 o'clock in the morning version of uh, liquor, boner, pills, and cars. So that they can sell you uh, fucking air freshener. They can sell you fabric softener. They can sell you, what do they say in, in, in uh, Fight Club, shit you don't need. Yeah. But that's who's attacking her and attacking her credibility. So, like, I don't care what side... So it's uh, dishonest people it's, versus an honest person. I'm not even saying that she's necessarily an honest person. I don't know her. But I know that she hasn't taken the same money that, that a lot of these political shills have. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. So when you have uh, people on both sides of that bullshit aisle, um, on, on both sides of, of the Walmart cheese uh, attacking you... And these not, it's not like these are, like, incredibly uh, credible you know, news sources... Not that I think that there are any anymore, but if CNN and Fox News are are both coming after you for for not being a hundred percent factual, you're probably doing something right. I think so. I'm sorry, man. I don't got enough feedback. No, I'm. I just feel like if you have corporate media, that is, if you have someone. Or an organization. It's not even a person anymore, right? Like CNN was Ted Turner, and now it's um, it's fucking ten thousand employees. It's uh, a board of directors that makes millions of dollars a year. It's on-air talent. It's contracted people to come in and, and who are supposed to fact check shit. Uh, it, it's paying people to do a lot of stuff, right? And then you have a freshman congressman from New York who does not have anywhere near that juice, that influence, that power. And she gets and she's getting attacked by the media. I think that what that means is that they're more afraid of, of her and what she could spark uh, than anything else. Oh yeah. She right their whole empire like could crumble just to that. To her standing up and saying I'm not taking this money, this is what's actually going on. Well, we what you have is these like mongrel uh, corporations. They're just trying to control everybody, tell them what they should feel, or like be scared, don't be scared. And they got this lady saying, "Hey, this is what happened," and then they started attacking her. See, it, it it's pretty interesting to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to add something to that. That how much money is missing from the Pentagon? Twenty-two trillion dollars. Okay, I'm missing twenty-two dollars from my bank account. I'm pissed off. I'm trying to find out what's going on. And they missed twenty-two trillion, and we're like, "Oh, it gets better. It, it gets happens. Better. It gets better." So the Pentagon is supposed to do an audit. Yes. This is the first time in like sixty years, this last year, okay. that they did an audit, and they fucking failed miserably. Oh. <laughs> now think about that number, though. Think about that number, trillion. We live in a world of 
roughly 7 billion people, and we're worried about overpopulation. We cannot account for $22 trillion. Look, so one of you, uh, one of you on your phone, if you could look up what the gross domestic product for Brazil is. And I guarantee you, well, not two point zero five six trillion. Two. So that is the gross domestic product of Brazil for ten years, and that's in one department. I want to know, like, that's also, I, I believe, HUD as well. Housing and Urban Development, I think, is kind of. My question is like, who the fuck found that missing money and was like, okay, my math might be off. Let me try this again. Does it again and comes back like, listen, guys, how the fuck do you count for this? And they're like, okay. So Just brush it to the side, forget about it. How far in the debt is our country? But you can't really like trust that man because <laughs> why would they release that? Why would they let that guy walk out of there like, yeah? My question is, how far everybody. in debt are we as a country? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But Could that be like a chunk of it? <laughs> That's twenty trillion. Yeah. About twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so money so misses our debt. Cool. Uh, so hear this. So hear me out on this. In two thousand and one, September tenth. 2001 um, former Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld mm-hmm. some of you at home who are rap nerds may remember Donald Rumsfeld uh, he was one of the creepy old white guys on the cover of the non-fiction Future Is Now album I believe it was him and Dick Cheney if you're not you should former be. Se- you should be you absolutely should be so uh, Secretary of Defense Don Rumsfeld came out to the press, said that they could not account for $2 trillion on September 10th. September 11th. Um, and I haven't done any research on this end of it. I should be. I feel like I should be balls deep on, on 9-11, but I I'm not. Be. I, I should be, but I'm not. My understanding, though, is that one of the parts of the Pentagon that was hit was the accounting office. <laughs> Crazy. Genius. So, <laughs> how did we get from, and how long did it take to notice, or like to, to accumulate the $2 trillion, and then at what point do we start really wondering, like, where the fuck are the moon bases? Because if you have $22 trillion that's missing, I want fucking moon bases. I want Mars colonization. I want fucking bases underground. So just in case everyone decides to flick a button and nuke everyone, everyone has a place to go until the dust settles. And I hope that these underground cities are awesome. I hate to think, I hate to think, and it would be a travesty if how many fucking accountants fucked up how many people fucked up for how many years to get that number into the trillions of dollars and then where the fuck are the moon bases you know there's one there's there's gotta be somebody aware of this the whole time like going to the boss like hey Bill what's up hey man so uh you know that two trillion missing last year it's now at three at what point you're like okay we'll figure it out the next year hey we're at 18 
We'll, okay. We'll figure it out. It's probably an account when that's do you on fig- pension right now. <laughs> he can't get fired. He's just trying to like just hit buttons. He's, he's got tenure. Yeah. He takes like, that little fucking uh, bird thing back in the day. He used to have it just fucking fell down. And the Homer Simpson. The he Homer just puts two of those on his keyboard. Just yeah. Every day. And remember else. how that ended? Like, there was a melt. This year? Yeah, dude. I got it covered. There was a meltdown <laughs> at, at Springfield because of that. <laughs> yep. So that's thanks, Simpsons. Um. Yeah, I'm just saying, don't believe the press and don't believe what they tell you about uh, OC. Now, you're a conspiracy guy, right? I am a conspiracy guy. The Simpsons predicting the future? You hear about that conspiracy? Okay, so, and uh, Broken Clock is right twice a day. So, however, (laughs) however, it is is cooler to, to think and it's cooler to live in a world. Uh, where the uh, the Simpsons is more right than wrong, uh, because the other thing that we have is like we've got like a hundred years of the Simpsons to go back to. So if there's a situation that comes up, like a crazy orange businessman becomes president, um, then the Simpsons covered that. There's that, um, there's Fukushima. Yep. Well, the, okay. So three eyed fish. The South Park uh, has already addressed that. Simpsons already did it. <laughs> Simpsons already did it. Simpsons did it first. So, I mean, we're all like, we're all living long enough now to start coming into cycles, right? We're, we start existing in cycles. We're starting to see situations arise multiple times in our lives. We're starting to see behaviors, and we're starting to see um, things going on. Mul- like, I've seen this behavior in people before. Uh, hence, I can kind of predict what's going to happen over here uh, based on 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 previous experience. That being said, it might be because we're living in a small town, but everyone's starting to fucking look the same. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, just because we're big guys, we all look the same, we all got facial hair. Feels like I feel maybe you hang out at a fifty too much. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Just rub it off on him. I, actually, I rubbed up. Literally, how do you think he got the shows? <laughs> I rubbed off on him. He rubbed off on me. Hey, you, you want that spot? <laughs> I mean, if there's a spot, if there's anything you want, uh, like as, as a comedy goal, you want to open for Cast Smiley. Yes, you're guaranteed to go places. I once, I'll have you know, I once opened for Cash Smiley, and now I'm here. <laughs> so this shit, me too. It's <laughs> the Center Mall, where you go to die. Um, uh, hopefully not your business. <laughs> so I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, man, I have friends I miss Bruce's. <laughs> I don't know Bruce's. Bruce's Street and Skate was a store that was there. Well, yeah, that was he tried so hard to make it relevant, make it good. The oh, was it a skate shop? Yeah. People were hanging out there. The skate shop in Alaska is you got three months out of the year that you can actually skate. And then you had nine months of like scrounging to get by, and yeah. then three months of good business. I'll then, sell you shoes, although get what? I don't want to buy shoes. Yep. But people were hanging out there a lot, and the fucked up part was <laughs> you get a lot of young kids that are skaters there. I'm not trying to stereotype, but he got more shit stolen than he sold. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> It's not wrong. Uh, all right. So, all right. So, let's get back to this because we got to close up. 26th of January at Acapulco's and for Royal Parkers, you can check out the comedy style, uh, comedy smilings, comedy stylings of Cass Smiley, Angie Stubbs, Joe Stoltz, Chris, Stol- uh, Chris Coleman. Oh, um, Justin Lawrence Hoyt. Also, if you're not familiar with Justin Lawrence Hoyt, simply Google Alaska Man Alicia Keys. Yep. Also, John, 
John. That's right. John will be there making you laugh. He has a good skit that I know is going to make Bill cry. You're doing skits now? Well, He's got a good little set. Kinda, Dave kind of wrote it for me, too. No, I didn't. Oh, sorry. I ain't told him nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> it's a good little set that I think is going to make Bill. You're going to hear Bill's high-pitched laughter echoing through the place. And a lot of clapping from him, for sure. <laughs> I'm confident in this. Not gonna know where this is going. Um. <laughs> Don't do All right. it. All right, so that's the 26th Wait, of January. Can I get another lick? <laughs> Mrs. Those Baker's gonna be so stoked. Oh, I dropped them pants. Let me see that shit. <laughs> Mrs. Baker's gonna love it. She's gonna be so excited. I have to get a sitter. <laughs> I'm gonna snuggle with her that night. Um, all right, so so that is Acapulco's. And for Royal Parkers with comedy. Um, also, be sure to check out 5150 Vapes. Mention the podcast and get hooked up with sweet shit. Yeah, get some discounts. Come in and say you heard this. We'll take care of people's. All right. And if you want to check out John LaPlante, you can uh, check him out on Saturday the 26th. Yeah. For Royal Parkers and Acapulco's. And in men's rooms if you've got 20 bucks. <laughs> and if you can't find me there, my number and name is written on the wall. Mostly on the peninsula. If, just like for a good time, that number, that's his. Call him. Yeah. It's true. I, Bill sent you. I did once, and he took me bowling. It was pretty nice. It was pretty cool. <laughs> well, I mean, you were definitely rolling balls around. I had a good time. <laughs> looking for a good time? I'll take you skiing or something. Yeah. I'll take you to the Flats Bistro, and I'll make you eat a Reuben so good you'll cry. We don't want to cry. 